Hi and welcome to another episode of Nothing to Hide. My name is Kevin. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about unity. So let's jump right in. So I was listening to a lot of uh, news lately and uh, watching the news. And there's been a lot of discussion around the polarized states that is the United States. I think it should be better termed as the divided states. I remember reading someone that coined the term the divided states of anxiety prior to the U.S. elections. But even after the U.S. elections, since Joe Biden has been established as the next uh, president and currently the president-elect, there's been so much concerns around heightened security around the Capitol because of the attempts of the insurrection spurred by Donald Trump. And that at one point, possibly still at this very moment, there are more troops in Washington than there are in Afghanistan or Iraq. So clearly there's um, a lot of angst and anxiety around the inauguration that I believe is supposed to take place uh, next Monday or perhaps it's supposed to take place today. Uh, but in any case, um, Joe Biden is going to take office effective January 20th, which is in two days. So I'd imagine the inauguration was supposed to take place today. I read multiple reports um, from NPR News just identifying individuals that were making attempts to perhaps cause some trouble at the inauguration, um, being stopped and arrested with guns and ammunition at different checkpoints surrounding the Capitol. And I realized that the individuals that are opposing the new president-elect don't realize that they're actually perpetuating division within their own country, making them quite vulnerable to the threat of, of other countries, um, hacking and whatnot. And I saw several memes especially during and uh, in and around the insurrection attempt by the Donald Trump supporters of China, North Korea, Russia, sitting back and laughing at the United States essentially self-destructing. So the reason why I called this 
episode, Unity, was because we need to recognize the true degradations that are at hand, that being the environment, poverty, the economic degradation. Perhaps that's fueling this uh, anti-democratic opposition or the polarization of the respective states in America. But we need to come together to recognize what's really at the root of our problems. Air quality, water, food, food insecurity, These are the primary concerns that should really be driving us to come together and supporting each other and ensuring that the bare necessities are met at the very least. I remember having a dream uh, last night about a situation where two people were at odds ends and was about to erupt in a physical altercation when someone stepped in and was able to really de-escalate and diffuse attention and recognized in these two parties the similarities that they had outweighing far more their differences and in doing so ended up really establishing um, an alternative means of letting out their their underlying concerns and and aggression towards the true problems at hand, understanding that each party was suffering from not having enough money to cover their rent or not knowing when they'll be able to throw a birthday party for their child due to the lockdown or due to economic reasons, financial reasons. And the reality was those underlying concerns really surfaced and manifested itself in the moment because of some other side problem that really wasn't a problem at all. I can't recall what it was, but it was negligible. And so I ask you and I ask myself perhaps when we get upset, when we're frustrated, when we have pent up aggression, where are we blowing off the steam? Are we lashing out at our family members, at our friends, at our colleagues? Are we 
letting it out on the roads. I know I suffer from road rage uh, because I have this heightened sense of right and wrong. It reminds me of something um, I read. I can't remember if it was from a, a celebrity or from a wise guru, but it read, if you see things in black and white, it makes life quite difficult. And I mentioned this to my beloved Julie, that it's true. I find myself, when I'm driving, as much as I love driving, I truly love the intricacies of driving. And knowing how to manage, for the most part, every circumstance and situation. But having this right and wrong attitude when it comes to driving really triggers my, my fears when others do not comply. And so it's important for all of us, myself included, to recognize that we're all at different points in our experience on this journey, walking each other home, as Ram Dass would often say. And we need to be more compassionate and understanding, myself included, to those that may not have the same means, experience, support, education, to really drive and help us thrive. That rhymed. But the point of this is, it's in how well you show your fellow man or woman, your compassion by holding out a hand, by offering some food. And it's not just the food or the help that you're offering. You're really offering your love. I know that my mom and my aunt have been diligently going on hikes to maintain their mental health, I would say more so than their physical health. As much as my mom constantly likes to admit that she needs to shed some pounds, but it does far more, in my opinion, for her mental health. And as a reward once in a while, after a uh, good three or four hour hike, my mom will ask me what I'm having for dinner. And I'll respond often not having any plans, uh, which perhaps she might want to have for dinner. And she'll offer options that are typically not her ordinary. She's not one to eat out. Um, I know that she does like to indulge, but she will abstain um, and opt for whatever she has in the fridge. 
And so she'll proposition perhaps uh, fried chicken was one that she wanted recently. And despite not being the healthiest of choices, there is some nostalgic connections to that. Uh, when my grandfather um, would want to indulge in fast food, he often would choose Kentucky Fried Chicken. And so when my mom uh, would ever have Kentucky Fried Chicken, uh, since he's passed away, it certainly drives and kind of um, those memories flow back in. And so my mom asked for fried chicken, and I know my mom hasn't tried uh, Jollibee's and Popeye's. And so I asked her which one of the three she would like, and she said Kentucky Fried Chicken was fine despite knowing that she would likely enjoy the latter perhaps a little more. And as a son who loves their mother, I designed on Google Maps prior to my trip, hitting up all three um, fast food restaurants and getting um, a selection of each so that my mom can can enjoy uh, each offering and my mom initially was a little upset at the fact that I I made more runs than I needed to and and perhaps just the the hassle of driving to each location but I know that my mom appreciated and enjoyed truly uh, the fried chicken from each location I think she ended up liking Jollibee's the most but in any case and for me there's a Kentucky Fried Chicken close to my mom's residence that I could have easily just picked up along my way to her apartment. But it was the joy in offering my mom the opportunity to try one of each that truly encouraged me to um, go out of my way to get this for her. And it's not the joy of seeing my mom's expression of trying another fried chicken for the first time or or just the joy of having the abundance of food available to her but it was out of love that I wanted to do this for her and I selfishly receive that love in return by extension of my mother and my aunt enjoying the food. I myself couldn't indulge too much because um, despite my my um, my my mental thought of enjoying and indulging in junk food, uh, 
the physical body is rejecting junk food, perhaps in my um, later stages of my adulthood. <laughs> uh, so anyways, I wanted to offer that to find your blind spots where in which perhaps you don't give a family member, a loved one, the not necessarily the benefit of the doubt, but the opportunity to be in that error or be in their ways. Often it's habitual. We are so comfortable with what's predictable. And despite perhaps the, the inefficiency in, in those decisions, it's what's familiar to us. And being creatures of habit, we become more acclimatized to what we know versus what we don't know. So on this day, uh, also known as the bluest day of the year, I offer you the opportunity to show love, compassion to someone uh, for no reason at all, but to offer them a piece of joy. And it could be as little as a smile or a hello, and just simply going about your day. It's in those moments that will truly start to make the change uh, that we need to see today. Also, if perhaps due to quarantine or the virus, you're unable to interact with anyone, See what good you could do for yourself. What perhaps um, creature comforts you may or may not need to indulge in to lift your spirits, to energize yourself, to expend some of that aggression or pent-up energy you need to let go of in a healthy way. I'm always a proponent of exercise. And I believe there was a study put out by Harvard that proved that people that run often feel very good after the run, um, despite how difficult or um, unappealing it is initially it's always after the fact they always feel good and so I chalk that up to to exercise and you don't have to do anything too overwhelming or take on more than you can handle but I offer up uh, a simple exercise that I came up with recently, we often have um, things we could hold 
little notes to ourselves, whether it be a tin can or, or something like that, that we have lying around. Um, Julie recently gave me, um, for the holidays, uh, some beautiful desserts that came in these wonderful little reusable tin cans. And I remember writing her several notes, all individually cut up and folded, just with words of encouragement and and offering little notes that I loved about her. And I took that same idea and I translated that to different forms of exercise, words of encouragement, and I plan on putting all those little cut up notes into a tin can or any type of little container. And when I need to get out of a rut or expend some energy, I plan on reading one of those notes to myself. And it might be something as simple as 15 push-ups or run on the spot as fast as you can for one minute or 30 squats, pull-ups, whatever it might be, and whatever is within your comfort zone. It could be five squats. It could be three push-ups. Whatever it is that's comfortable for you. And I found that to be a pretty enjoyable exercise. Also, just the act of writing out on pen on paper, just words of affirmation. Some of the notes I wrote was uh, were to take an Epsom salt bath or um, journal or read for 10 minutes. So whatever it might be, I offer that exercise to you and know that that's your, that's your happy place. And so whenever you are in a difficult position, that might be a, a quick source of relief to, to help mentally and physically get yourself out of the, the state, the low vibra vibrational state that you may find yourself in. So it's helping each other, supporting each other, and offering an olive branch once in a while that's going to really identify who we are as a humanity. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you next week.